Let's talk earnings that are up next. Connected, of course, in a very big way to our recovery. Johnson & Johnson, maker of a vaccine that had been halted in favor of Pfizer and Moderna's. So let's bring in David Tong, joining us from Argus Research, senior analyst covering medical devices and healthcare services. David, obviously J&J &J has a ton that they do outside this vaccine, but will that be the focal point for earnings tomorrow? Sure. Good uh, Good afternoon, Oliver. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. Um, you know, there isn't a lot that J&J &J can add when they report earnings uh, tomorrow. The, um, the pause is on. Um, the CDC FDA panel is not um, due to reconnect until Friday, at which time they may make a decision uh, whether to resume um, administering the J&J &J vaccine. Uh, they may do so with um, a warning and additional restrictions. Um, the, the warning may be uh, saying that uh, you know certain people should not be given the vaccine, or you know there should be some other things like um, you know if they should get that very rare blood clot, how to how to treat that. David, uh, what do you expect will be the outcome if they? Add anything on to this story from a negative perspective. If they say that uh, there's certain people now that shouldn't be exposed to this vaccine, I mean, how much of a uh, damaging force will that be for the stock? Well, I think that this vaccine, from you know, listening to the experts, is that it's very, very safe. Um, they, the, the 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 U.S. officials want to take a deeper look. Um, to see if there's any additional cases, whether there's a direct link, um, you know, th they want to be um, they want to be safe, and they also want to assure um, the public of its safety, and that's what this pause is about. Now, just to pivot, what else is going on with J and J? I mean, we're looking at um, an update on the, its businesses, um, you know, not related to the vaccine. You know, first of all. Um, they have a very large medical device business, and we're looking for um, signs of uh, recovery because um, uh, surgeries and other elective procedures have been deferred during the pandemic, uh, and we're seeing signs of that coming back. We want to see, you know, if, if that's showing up in their um, earnings. We had uh, United Healthcare uh, report last week, and they said that expects they can have 2021 uh, to have. Um, a rebound in acuity of these uh, elective procedures. They also, J&J &J also has a um, consumer business. Mm -hmm. These are uh, more than just Band-Aids. These are Tylenol um, and um, uh, skin health products. Um, a lot of things that um, you, know, you could see uh, increased demand as the, you know, the, the economy reopens. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, mm. they, they sell, um, you know, sunscreen, which, uh, you know, more people are, are, are going to be outside in the coming months. Uh, we're leading up into the summer. So maybe some more traditional medical operations in the hospitals will help for the medical devices. Maybe some traditional activity will help uh, with regards to their non-vaccine business to run with this just for a sec. 
uh, in terms of the pharma versus the medical devices side, uh, the pharmaceutical business has been climbing. The medical devices one has been slipping over the last five years. Much of that intentional, from my understanding at least, is they want to compete in oncology and uh, immunology. Uh, will we have any major updates on the pharma front from J&J's business? Sure. Uh, you know, we're looking for an update on that business, seeing um, the evidence of sustained growth. I mean, they've got some very strong oncology, immunology products there. Um, you know, the, 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 that pipeline's been very strong. Um, they've got uh, uh, really good double-digit growth in, in, in their pharmaceutical business. So, you know, we're looking for an update on that. Okay. What about on the opioid trial? I mean, this is kind of the uh, the the problematic thing that's not going away. It's been uh, years going on, and we're expecting a timeline moving forward pretty soon for the California ruling on what will be the penalty for J&J, Teva, and some others in the role as uh, uh, opioid makers. What should that uh, be in terms of an investor's kind of priority in thinking about what moves this stock? Well, um, the litigation is is ongoing. It's it's a long-running story. Uh, there will be verdicts. There will be appeals, and at, at some point down the road, there will be a settlement. Um, and so that's um, I don't expect any um, any more news to, by tomorrow morning. Um, so as I said, it's it's a a, a long, long story there. Okay. Uh, David, in terms of uh, your view for the company, is J&J a good stock to buy right now, or does it need to clear some of these hurdles with the vaccine and the opioid stuff first? You know, we have a buy rating on the stock. Um, price target is 180. You know, we, we like the long-term um, growth outlook for the company for all three segments. So, um, yes, uh, we do like the stock. Okay. All right. Appreciate it, David. Thanks for the setup here for us for Johnson & Johnson. Tomorrow, David Tong, Senior Analyst, Medical Devices and Healthcare Services at Argus Research, pointing out there are many things that make J&J money outside the vaccine, but we should be looking for some kind of news on that front soon.